1: Peace. And rest in peace to uh Shohei Otani's season and Career. maybe call it 150 million dollars, <laughs> probably lopped off that deal. What a sad day for baseball. Fucking what a horrible. sad day. It's brutal. I mean, won't somebody please think of Ben Verlander during a time like this? Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh,
0: man. I mean, what's he going to do? Has ben, someone checked on him? Ben is.
1: <laughs> Jay has has launched the smear campaign this morning against Ben Verlander uh, in an attempt to, I guess now, I guess like the battle for Japan is is up. I mean, we can We've already taken over. We've already taken over the Dominican Republic. Maybe baseball is dead, moves into Japan territory now. Hey.
2: This is why I told you don't don't give up on it, Jared. Don't yeah, give t- up on it. you. You were you were out. You were out. You're like, yeah. dude. I don't know. I don't know if we can see. This is why you stay the course, right? This is why you stay the course, man.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know Jay Hay had those missiles in him. I mean, he yeah, just I wanna... started firing off on the deck, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. We well, guess we're moving into <laughs> is, Japan now.
2: Is there? Hold on, hold on. Is there? Am I missing online? Am I missing online activity? Am I missing yeah, online? Dude,
1: j- how high are you? We were just talking about this.
0: i don't know man he he spammed my timeline with a bunch of tears from like 1 a.m to 3 a.m and then another one at 11 this morning and it's like oh jake it's not about you brother okay hold on hold on
2: hold on i'm just i'm just saying uh
1: okay dallas will take any opportunity to try and take down the guy that he's trying to become He oh. wears that the funny part is that he wears that shirt that that Dallas is wearing nonstop. Yeah, where do you think Dallas got it? You saw it on Ben's podcast. <laughs> 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 hey. Hey, it is a sad day. It's a sad day. It's a day. horrible day. Damn so, hey, J- 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 I it. I love it. See that's that's the hunger that we need. If we're gonna take oh. over Japan as the number one baseball podcast in Japan, then that's that's the that's the dog that we need to I, let off the
0: leash. As the person with the the smallest social media following by far on this podcast, I am very willing to be the most aggressively obnoxious <laughs> yeah. uh, in pers- in pursuing these rivalries. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: what that's what keeps the lights on. That's you know? it. That's
2: what we're gonna do. We, you want to you want to fuck around. We start coming after a market. We are going to rattle the cage of Jay. Hey, we're not going to feed him for a few days. We're going to kick that cage and we're going to let him out.
1: Yeah, you don't want. I'm that. the B. I. D. Pitbull. You don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that noise. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah if, you're, if you woke up this morning, unless what the news man. drop at what one a.m. Eastern? Yeah, about one a.m. Yeah, Eastern. Like one a.m. Uh, so if you woke up this morning. You more than likely were hit with the news that uh, it's a UCL tear for Shohei Otani, which means uh, he's done pitching for the year, but he's still going to hit. Correct? Uh,
2: yeah. Well, he can hit.
1: Yeah, he, he, that's, it's the Bryce Harper thing.
2: Yeah, and I mean, w- what he chooses to do, you know, remains to be seen, and whether or not this is something where they say, "Hey, look, uh, we, you, what do you want to do? You want to play out the remainder of the year?" and that—that's where. That's where this all really starts. That's where the contract conversation that everybody inevitably goes to. And and this is like, man, it's tough because it's almost like, bro, like the the tendon just tore. Like, we're having this conversation now. Like, do you wanna do you wanna give it a you wanna give it a beat to kind of process what's going on? And I think Shohei Otani is such that. That unique circumstance that I think you've always kind of thought about the future and what it's going to look like should something like this happen because so much of his value is, I don't want to say caught up in, but is built in to his ability to do both and do them at the level that he does them, right? And the question has always been what the future looks like. Is he going to be just the pitcher later down the road? Is he going to be just the hitter later down the road? What should happen if something should happen? And damn it, before we have one of the craziest free agent pursuits in free agent history, we have this happen. And it's still going to affect that pursuit, but on a different level. Now there is, you thought there was nuance going into this negotiation process with Shohei. There's nuance to this now, so more than ever. I mean, this is you want to talk about escalators and what ifs and what happens and what I mean—that's what this contract is going to be full of.
1: So I mean, who the fuck is his agent? Because he's going to have his work cut out for him or her. Uh, they're going to—they're going to they're well, need like the Levinson brothers. You're going to have to have a team of agents being like, for
2: sure. Woo!
1: This is going to be. That's why I doozy. said.
2: So that's why I said, Jared, you've got to. You 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 have to have been preparing for this not only as his agent. But as a team that was going to be interested on any level, you had to have been preparing for this. I mean, you can go back a fucking year, two years ago, and listen to the podcast where I was talking about, if you're not working on Shohei Otani's free agency right now, you're already behind. You're already behind because you had to prepare for something like this. You had to have a contingency in place for something like this because this is worst-case scenario, but the one that you had to be prepared for. If he was already amongst your ranks, what were you going to do? And if this happened before you were able to sign him up, what were you going to do? Because to your point, to, what was your comment? Seven seconds into this, we just shaved 150 mil off this deal, huh? And yeah. that's and that's just where everybody's mind goes, is what does this look like now?
1: Yeah, I, so I have layered thoughts on this. My tweet this morning was you know, laying out like depressed that one of the best seasons ever is now over sad that the angels went for it and it blew up in their face and distraught thinking about how this impacts Shohei's free agency and his future as a two-way player. Like let's break it down one piece at a time. Um, His season being over, he's still going to hit, but he's no longer going to be pitching it's August 24th. So call it a month and change. Uh, there's still no one that's going to be able to overtake him for the MVP unless you disagree with that. Does anyone disagree with that statement? No. OK, so he's still going to win the MVP, but it's not going to be the wire to wire season that we had hoped that it would be. Um, so that's going to suck. Angels went for it. And it, I mean, here's another layer. How about the fact that Mike Trout came, came back, off the injured list, played right one game on. Mm-hmm. And was like, all right, I'm going back. And no one fucking cared because <laughs> Shohei Ohtani got hurt. Like, well, that's Mike but that's Trout. Why, that's why like, the face of an entire fucking decade, the face of a generation of baseball was hurt, made his return, played in a game, and then was like, ah, I can't do it. Went back on the injured list and nobody fucking cared. And it was because of Shohei.
2: But don't we un- don't don't we think that that has an impact that Shohei going down has an impact on that decision or no? Uh what was the order of events?
1: Well, so I think what I read was also that uh they played the doubleheader yesterday. Shohei mm-hmm. knew that the, Yeah, they, he, they he, got he,
2: the images in between.
1: Yeah, so he knew that it was torn after game 1 still played game 2 um but knew that it was torn and played anyway. And then we found out after game two.
2: And so when did Trout go down? And and it was decided that he was not going to be put coming back. When did that happen?
1: Uh, maybe after, after game, game two? two, but either way. Yeah. So they no, would have no, had, no. The, infom- so, had so, the information.
2: So, right. And so what I'm getting at is Mike Trout comes back because he's like, look, I'm a little sore, but if we're going to give it a go and if we can give it a go then fuck it maybe my name in the lineup just helps that much more and let's see what we got and then when he realizes that Shohei's not going to be on the bump and might not be swinging it either he's saying well, uh, no we can't okay i'm good can't rush this not going to happen either
1: that or whatever is ailing him is something where it's like i don't i don't need this to be bothering me next year too cuz uh I'm gonna well, need that, that's, everything that's a I got next year because Shohei is definitely not gonna be here.
2: Yeah, that's that's baked into to that decision, like him knowing, like, yeah, if Shohei's not on the mound, this is clearly something I'm not going to battle through. For for what reason? Like the the other horse that we were going to ride into the into the fire here to try to get to October, that horse is now in the stable. So uh, I would have been a two legged horse as
0: is now, no chance.
1: Jay. Hey, what was your take on this when you woke up this morning?
0: So I had the, uh, the pleasure of getting woken up at two thirty this morning by my wonderful, wonderful, beautiful daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so that's when I saw the news and then I proceeded to not be able to sleep for the next 90 minutes. So from two thirty to four, it was basically just digesting the show. news. And, um, you know, I think it, it was a reminder Um, to me. It reminded me of how thin the margin is for some of this stuff um, and how, how truly unprecedented again, what he was doing was almost everything he does for me comes back to giving me perspective on how rare this person is as a baseball player. And no matter how hard you try, you, I'll just speak for myself. I sort of took for granted that he was hitting and pitching at MVP and Cy Young levels now uh, over extended periods of time and that he would continue to do both for the foreseeable future. And we know pitching and elbows and shoulders are precarious things, but uh, I, I just it, it was just a reminder that nobody is able to really do this. And the main reason is because nobody has had Shohei Ohtani's skill but the other reason is that it's incredibly demanding and that you also need good fortune with your body to have it hold up and um it's just i think it's a real shame for the sport uh it goes without saying that he's the biggest star in the sport and i think people were i had to remind myself that i lost 0 dollars off of this development right like it <laughs> didn't cost me any money but if it kind of felt that way you know it was like damn man i was kind of excited to see Shohei Otani like gain wealth that we had never seen before in the game of baseball, even if it had nothing to do with me. And uh, that part is now, he's still going to be a very rich man. And I, I I can't be too concerned with all that, but it's just the entire spectacle is now just has a cloud over it. And it makes me, and I think most baseball fans just feel sad. You you, you know what? I hope it does. I
2: hope for everybody that was swinging on the nuts of a, a a ridiculous season, a ridiculous season from Aaron judge will now have this in perspective because it's never about taking anything away from what Aaron judge was doing. It was always about putting in perspective what the other human being was achieving in a sport to your point. Jay, Hay, that is so fucking demanding. That is why Every baseball player who was ever asked the question, Aaron Judge, including himself, you heard CeCe Sabathia, a a, a fellow that the Yankee fans absolutely love, adore and respect everybody across the game, said, it's not even a conversation. Like, this is the best baseball player. Like, So when you understand that and you're now going to be deprived of that for the foreseeable future, I hope hope you almost now feel like you want to go back and start watching what Shohei Otani has done over these last three years. Like, that's that's how crazy this is, is you don't know if we're going to see it again. Like, this, we very well meet be at the point where Shohei Otani has to make that decision that we never wanted him to have to make, let alone right now. If he was going to have to make this decision seven, eight years from now, whether he has to pick one or the other, or his role on the mound changes because he's still going to be raking like, maybe he now works his way into a bullpen role, which, I mean, we can get to a little later on that. But maybe, you know, that was a decision well, we to be made later, not right now.
0: We also have to remember that if it does result in Tommy John, that will be number two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time.
2: Oh, like there's, there's...
0: I didn't forget about, but it was a helpful reminder Yeah, this morning. And that's and like, it happened in 18, too. And I was like, fuck, yeah, that's right. So that's
2: now cool. you start to talk about, okay, well, if he is going to continue to pitch, is there any thought to building him back up, but bringing him back as a guy that we're not going to rely on every fifth day with that kind of a workload? Is there a way we can weave him in to a manageable workload out of the bullpen? Is there a way that we can make that happen? You know, Do we now have mounds? Do we now have a, a couple of mounds right next to the dugout as opposed to out <laughs> in the bullpen? So this guy can, if it's, if it's time to get hot and he just hit, Fuck you can come in and throw four or five six off the mound and then get back into the game. I I, I don't know. Can but you warm up? Those are, you can warm, warm up in the in the cages. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I it, I don't know if that's yeah. If does every stadium have like a underground tunnel where you can throw pitches?
2: If I want to warm my pitcher up in my hitting tunnel and then send him out to the game, that's my prerogative.
3: Does every every stadium have a, a hitting
2: tunnel? Uh, yes, but the location of that tunnel, uh, varies like in Oakland, mm -mm. hang with him. You got to walk out to center field. There ain't no tunnel. Mm -hmm.
3: So you guys think he's done. You guys think he'll never be a
2: starter again? No, I'm saying this is the point where this was, this is going to be the evaluation and the assessment that we didn't want him to have to make until later down the road because he was going to be a starter he was going to be dominating for the next seven eight years on the mound and this wasn't going to be a conversation until then but now we have Mm -hmm. to have that conversation does he come back as a starter does he come back as a reliever are we making that decision because we're trying to avoid a potential third Tommy John situation an unprecedented I mean as far as him being a two-way player and having a third and coming back I'm not I mean Jason Isringhausen I think has had like 19 Tommy Jones. <laughs> um, but this is the this is the convoluted aspect of Otani. I, I talked about having to prepare to bring somebody like this in if he was completely healthy and what managing that looked like. Now you have to play for him coming back and maybe that role being completely different. What is the expectation? And when he is healthy, I just talked about how a year, you need about a year to knock the rust off just to get used to this brand new tendon, right? Joey, Well, it was going to take me a year to get used to a baboon ligament. It's going to take a year to get used to a fucking new tendon. Like, dude, it's just, it's a grind. Yeah,
3: I think, I mean, this might be a conversation amongst us and people in baseball. I think for Shohei, the, that's not really an option. I, I, There's no way he's not coming back as a starter, at least trying. There's no way. I,
0: I completely agree with Joey, but I also agree with Dallas that, it's not so much whether he pitches again or whether he returns as a starter. It's appreciating what we've seen over these really two seasons where he was doing both of those things at award-winning levels on both sides. Like that is the part that maybe it does come back because doubting Shohei Otani has been bad business for anybody who's done it so far. But that to me is what I think we're at risk of missing moving forward is is that peak bulk combination that we've gotten the last two years. He may come out and be a pitcher, again, a starter who gives you 15 starts a season or 12 starts a season, and it's fucking great every time he's out there. And that will be awesome too. But it's not what we just saw, right? Where we were talking about this could be the greatest season anybody has ever contributed in Major League Baseball history. And it's sad. It's also... A point. It, it's also an opportunity to reflect on what he's done and to appreciate it anew. I think. Uh,
2: yeah. I, w- I wonder how much this impacts the the whole two way conversation. You know, like people people were almost okay with entertaining it because they're seeing what what has been unearthed in Otani, the award winning level performances on both sides, as you said, Jay, Hey, and now it's like, do we start to do we start to wake up and go, oh, all right, hold on, no. <laughs> my bad, like I, (laughs) I let you hit, I let you pitch. I was high on that Otani, that new Otani strain that just dropped. Like I've been smoking that Otani for the last two years and I was in a cloud. That's my fault for thinking that somebody else was going to come along and do this. Like we need to reel it in. We're not going to, we're not entertaining the two-way player. And like, I wonder if that starts to have any sort of impact on that.
1: Well, I think the other thing too is because Jay Hay had the screenshot Yesterday from MLB Network, where they were talking about what they would offer Shohei Otani uh, in free agency, and we can have that conversation of how much money. I don't. It doesn't feel right saying how much money did he just cost himself. Like he didn't fucking do anything wrong. He just played baseball. Um, how much money uh, will he lose out on because of this? I guess is the way to phrase it. But now, if you're one of these teams that has been. Mulling over, or you've already made the decision, we're going to be in on this guy. It had been rumored forever like that number starts with a six and doesn't go up from there, like 600 million dollars. So, you're saying he's a 60 million dollar a year player, and that was based off of uh the fact that he was going to be this guy that sh- that that Jay Hay is describing, like he's going to be MVP caliber offensively. He's going to be Cy Young caliber on the mound. That is where the 60 million a year figure comes from, but we know he's not going to be that next year. Uh and there to Dallas's point, what is he going to be moving forward? Is he going to be uh, is he going to come back as a starter? I think he'll try. Will he be able to do it? Will his body be able to sustain that? Is another Tommy John in in, in line? We don't know. Like that's a lot of questions that you have to answer for a new organization that doesn't know the player inside and out, like the angels do. Uh, that's, that's going to be like a pretty that's going to be a pretty scary financial decision to make if you're one of these billionaire owners that wants to get in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes here, and it's going to take a sizable financial commitment to to sign the player, but you're taking on the most risk that any team has ever taken on in free agency history that i don't think that that's like a i don't think i'm that's that's a fact it for the for the number that you have to pay the player Depends it's the it'll numbers. be it'll be the largest no, contract no. in baseball history for a player that you do not know is going to be a two-way player and you do not know if he's going to resume like you don't know when he's going to yeah. resume being a two-way player and you don't know for how long he's going to be one that's
2: the whole point the money has in in my opinion <laughs> It's, it's tough to say the money has nothing to do with it, but the, the money conversation only starts after you've come to a determination on whether or not you are trying to sign up two players or one player. Until you have come to a, a, a point of resolution in your own mind on what ultimately you're okay with, meaning, am I signing Shohei Otani up, the hitter? Am I signing up Shohei Otani, the pitcher? Am I signing this guy up to do both? What am I actually thinking I'm getting myself into? Again, six years down the road, seven years down the road. That is where the decision needs to be made in these front offices is who am I getting seven years from now based on a second, a potential second Tommy John? Like what, like what is your evaluation? What's your risk factor? What's the algorithm tell you? when it comes to signing a pitcher of his caliber that's done that. And now you got offense to factor.
3: Well, I mean, he could get six Tommy John surgeries. He's still the best hitter in the league this year. In a way, I can see why it's a big risk, but that's the fallback. Like, even if he never pitches again, he's the best hitter in the league right now. Like, do you think he's just going to stop being the best hitter? He already, he's already hit no, that, very well with Tommy John surgery in whatever it was, 2018. So he's done that before. It's like almost like I can see why it's risky, but it's also a very good fallback. Like the 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 uh the floor of Shohei Ohtani, he never pitches again. Worst but case scenario ever, Brewers to get Tommy John. He's still the best hitter in the league
2: right now. Th- this is where this is where like if you're coming to me though and you're telling me, look, here's what we're willing to offer you, you know you're going to have to follow up with a why, right? And I need to know why your number doesn't look like some of these other numbers here. So, like, if I'm if I'm interested, let's say I'm interested in being an, an Atlanta Brave, but your number is roughly two hundred million off from some of the other offers I'm getting. Well, I, I think I got a pretty good idea why, but I need to hear that from you. And and what does that mean? That means that you probably don't value me and don't see me doing the things that I see myself doing. So now, if I'm Otani, I have to pick a place that I'm comfortable with in regards to compensation and the role that I could be potentially playing in the future, because he has again with the angels had the opportunity to have them cater to his needs, to his desires that have allowed him to go out and play and play comfortably. And now you have to be able to do that without the knowledge of what role you're actually going to be able to serve. The only thing we know is what Otani, or the only thing he knows is what he wants to do. So if I tell Team A that I want to start, but Team A doesn't see me as a starter in three years or four years, and they're not willing to commit that money to that risk, now now are they out on Otani altogether? They're like, we really love the hitter, but dude, we can't just give you this extra two hundred mil if you're not going to take the ball on the hill. We can't do that.
1: I mean, Ooh. are we? Does anyone disagree that Shohei Otani's number will start with a six? Yes,
0: under thing under the current circumstances. Yeah. Yes, I disagree. Yeah, no yes.
2: way. Right now, yeah, without yeah, without no, It's yeah. under a five. Yeah,
3: I think so too. I think Hopefully. my I think the most the most uh, what's going to happen probably is just going to be a short short deal, you know, or deal with options like you're going to get him next year as a hitter, pay him as a hitter next year. I don't see him signing like a 8 year deal.
2: Well, yeah, you have to you have to cut it in half. Like like quite literally cut it in half. That's that's been the whole conversation. Like like if you're just doing napkin math here and and you're talking about signing up two players in one. That's why the contract figures look the way they do. So we have quite literally now shaved half of that player or one of those two players off of the conversation. Shohei the pitcher not a part of this conversation right now. Not until, again, year three does Shohei Ohtani, the pitcher, become part of this conversation. So that's when we'll start factoring in his value from the pitching side of things. But you have to understand why that's coming prorated. So- you,
1: know what, you know what else would have been outrageous is if a contending team gave up three top 100 prospects <laughs> to trade for him. And then this happened.
0: The only reason why that didn't
1: happen is because it would have happened to the Angels, but they it kept would through have happened to the Angels. It wouldn't have happened to anyone else, brother. You know it's <laughs> fucking Angels' fault, and you know this is the
3: Angels' fault. And I've sent you some links about how uh, Phil Nevin has been treating some of their players. Yeah. Touching Hayes, <laughs> Tommy John arm in the past. You shouldn't be touching that and touching other players where they had surgery, getting a pat on the back a little too hard. So I don't want to go down that route. Mm pointing fingers but so, yeah. sounds like you are yeah this is definitely the angels i mean look look at this and listen 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 pull up fucking any baseball website whatever you get your stats go look at everyone who's been on the injured list in the angels this year it's 90 fucking players 90 it's 90 players have been on the injured list from the angels this year not nine at, at least <laughs> not maybe a 90 but it's every single it's player's been hurt <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe it's not crazy to think it is the angel's fault. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Silence me. Censor me. I don't give a
1: shit. I think the other question that you have to ask now is. Does this drastically increase the chances of Shohei Otani staying? Knowing now that he may take a pillow contract or something to. Um. Sure. And to enter sure. free agency under
2: He's suing them for millions of dollars. He's not staying. <clears throat> no, it, it could absolutely it could absolutely lead to Otani saying, you know what? This is where I'm going to
1: rehab. Yeah, this team the is dumb enough level. to pay me not to play.
2: <laughs> yeah. So no, let's well, do so that. I mean, like, but, but I mean, rehab, like I'm going to rehab myself as a pitcher. I'll hit whatever. All good. And then I'll rehab myself as a pitcher. And when I'm finally ready to unleash that, my contract will be done. I will have lived out the life of my two year deal and I'll be I'll be back in the market.
1: Make, yeah, makes sense. I could see that. Yeah, like because the, the angels, they, they love willing to paying sign him. people, 30 something million dollars to do nothing like they love that shit. <laughs> So they but could, they could like, also Shohei,
2: capitalize on the built in Shohei market that
1: they already have created. Yeah, they get like people will show up to see Shohei hit. I mean, not that other markets that people would be like, what? He doesn't pitch. I'm not coming to see that. <laughs> I don't think that that'll be the case in other places. But uh, I do think that there is something to the fact that he's familiar with them. They're familiar with him. Oh, they're Jared, dumb there are, to pay him to, there, to do that.
2: There are hardos all over the league right now, fans that are like, nah, see what I tell you? You you, you pump this fucking guy. I'm not going to that. He was a sideshow. You can pitch. You can hit. When I tell you, I told you he'd fucking blow. I ain't fucking pitching and hitting. I ain't going to see that. He's a D.H. So what? Everybody's got a D.H. these days. I don't care. There's nothing special about it. Why
1: are you trying to sound like a Red Sox fan? (laughs) Whoa, projecting a bit much. Wow. Did you not just say care?
2: No, I mean, I mean, maybe you heard that. Maybe you felt that way in your heart. There was no label attached to that fan.
1: Well, you just you just made hey. them like a general Boston accent? or
2: Jared, show, show me on the doll where they've hurt you.
1: You've waited all year long, and the time has finally arrived. College football is back, and so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly, when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Jay, hey, you college football guy?
0: Oh, big time college football guy. One of my favorite things is trying to track who's in what conference now. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah. I love that as well. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app right now. Use the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code Jared. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In New York, call 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY to 467 369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Bo- Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash FootballTerms.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you.
4: Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, All right. No. Oh, All right. No. So, let's go. let Tell me. Tell me who has it worse than us. Right? <laughs> who has it worse than the There's, there's no one. There, there, and I'm, and I'm hopping online, Twitter.com, X.com, whatever. And this fan base is saying, "Oh, this is the worst season in our franchise history." Uh, who has it worse than the Angels right now? <laughs> I don't know. I
1: mean, there might be no one that has it worse than you personally. Like you, you have the Anthony Rendon surgery,
4: and then this (laughs) happens. Well, now I got to get this one done. (laughs) I got an arm and a leg. I'm cooked, like dude. There's just there, there's, there's like zero. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you guys, okay? I knew we hit the iceberg in like July 4th, right? But I had I was the captain of the ship. I had to keep it cool. But July 4th, I was like, fuck, we hit the iceberg, but I can't let the crew and everyone panic. And now it's, like, evident that, like, hey, there's water up to to your knees. Uh, Like, we're fucked. (laughs) And I I don't even know, like, where – and it's just so funny because, like, you look back in, like, the beginning of the season and not the A's, but, like, another team like the A's, if if the A's, like – like, that was the storyline of the season. It's like this team, they got lose 200 games and this, and, and somehow, like, the table, you know, the tables turned. And it's like, now we're playing who's got hot potato, and I'm holding the potato, and it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs>
1: um, is there, because uh, obviously, you have a, a, a better pulse on the Angels fan base, because over here in neutral fan world, no oh, one gets. Gave-
4: no. You went I'm, from ally to neutral real quick, huh?
1: No, nah, I I am an ally, but I'm just saying that like I'm I i do not identify as an Angels fan. Like you're an Angels okay. fan. Uh okay. the Mike Trout going back on the injured list news. Did no one give a fuck because of the Shohei news, or do you guys care about both of those equally?
4: Yeah, that's uh I'm gonna put that in the give the fuck. Like, that's like if you spill your birthday cake over in a couple of like forks falls no disrespect to Mike Trout, but it's like, this is, this is like, you can't worry about the forks, the cake, the birthday cake is it's gone. It's gone. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, it does suck, but it's like, we have him signed through what, 2031 or something. Like, we have to protect him at least there. He maybe has a better understanding of protecting himself. Um, I mean, he's been, he shut, he shut it down before there. There was, I think 2021, he got hurt in May. And like, this, called it a a season like it just his calf never was better Uh, so I think that I think his 2023 is done and he's looking forward to 2024 whatever is left you know whatever like what do you even imagine 2024 as? like a lot of clubs are like looking forward to 2024 like I don't even know what the fuck is there going to be a 2024 like what is going on
1: I guarantee you, there's going to be a 2024. I just don't know if the Angels are going to be good when it happens. Yeah, at uh, best,
2: it's a Shohei DH. Yeah, no, like that's, not- that's best case scenario for you right now, Maxie. Best yeah. case scenario 2024 is Shohei Otani is DHing for the Angels.
1: That is yeah. as good yeah. as it could possibly get for you. We just had this discussion, Max. Like, I think that there is a legitimate chance. Uh, like I, I don't even. Maybe it is significant, a significant increase in the likelihood that Shohei Otani signs back with the Angels because they're the only team dumb enough to pay him what he wants, but to just do half of what he can do. So he's familiar with them. They're familiar with him. He can DH and he can rehab at the same time, but he can get paid a ton of money uh, to not have to pitch. And the Angels will be happy to pay him to do that.
4: And that's why I fuck with you guys until you said the dumb enough part. But well, that's why you, I fuck you know, with you, guys. you
1: know that that's true.
4: Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Whatever. <laughs> that's that's why I fuck with you guys this is the only podcast that is going to say stuff like that. I, I was on Terrestrial Radio last night, not on it, but I was listening to it. Okay. And there was a there was a guy, fucking Kyle from Albuquerque or whoever, string bean fan, and he's like, <laughs> and he had a fucking great fucking point he, as 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 awful as it is for Shohei and, like, how bad he wants to win and, like, you know, that's brutal. I can relate. I just got hurt before my beer league playoffs. I-, I can relate. It's tough to get backed up to that caliber. uh, Like, what? how is he not... How is he going to completely change up the, the Tommy Johnny had before and he had the team that helped him with the Angels and he rehabbed and got better? Like, why would you switch that up, you know, over to a new team? Like, I think it really increases the, you know, he has the familiarity of like the Angels training staff, the training room, the, the reason he's already done it. And then, yeah, you get that like the Angels are going to have to zig when everyone else zags. Like people are going to say, no, we, we're not going to pay you to do this because you can't do this. And I, I agree. I think the Angels will. I just now I think it's just a number that we have to come up with that I don't know. Like, does he do the two year? 150 million deal like then like in 2 years he's like all right now you're going to trade me at the deadline or whatever like he forces his way out once he's healthy again like I, I don't know that's that's the move but i think the angels now i mean i don't think they're shy to hand out money uh 2 year, two year they 150 they're
2: 2 years 150 max they're quite literally paying him to rehab
4: yeah for sure like i look, 75
2: million dollars for 75 million dollars a year to dh because one of those years is going to spend just DHing, and then that second year is going to i mean look if he has surgery in a week the next time you see him will be 2025 midway
4: through the season spring right oh midway oh damn yeah uh so maybe like a three year 225 like yeah I don't I, I think it, I think it's up to Otani now, I think he has the keys to the bank, and I think he I mean I think he always has, but like now it's definitive like who's got the loader done and who doesn't?
2: Well, I see um, a 75 million I mean, dollar dude,
4: a year DH and I think it's I don't know, like I think it's kind of fucked up. I really hope they don't start giving them the fucking running back treatment, like you know where they're just like, yeah, we'll just you know well, you're hurt, so we're not going to pay you like I, I really hope they don't. They don't do that because of all the players they have paid. This is one where you should pay. Like the the list goes on for the Angels of players that have been well paid, maybe over what they're worth. But they just can't. You, you've been doing that forever. You can't just stop now.
3: We also have to acknowledge oh. that, like the reason why Shohei, we, everyone knew he's leaving the Angels in the first place, is because he wanted to win. Just because he can't pitch doesn't mean he still doesn't want to win. That still stands.
4: Yeah, that's true. I just, I just wonder what suitors like back off, like who, you know, who, who is dumb enough to give him the running back treatment, and and that kind of helps the Angels to be like, well, no, we can't pay you that because of the, you know, the conversation was already kind of like under the table of people being like, well, how long can this really go, and and don't get me wrong, I want him to do this forever if I had the choice of, like, he can hit and pitch for another team or this happens, like, I'd be like, all right, yeah, go play for the, you know, uh, fucking Braves or whatever. <laughs> like, I want to see him hit and pitch too, but, like, this just sucks. I think for, you know, for him, and people are calling it, like, I, I wasn't going to say a, a bigger, I just saw Oppenheimer, I was going to say that day in Angels history, but I'm probably going to go when, like, the stock market crash. Like, that's the, the mood around the city of Anaheim. And it's cloudy. It hasn't been cloudy in 20 years, and it's cloudy today. Like mm. it's just.
0: It's, I would it's, for sure just... avoid the Oppenheimer. Comparison. Yeah, I wasn't going
4: to say that that day, but I just yeah. saw the movie. That's why it came. I had a couple other historical events. <laughs> two on, on, uh, yeah. on the yeah, nose.
1: Yeah, two on the yeah. Yeah, I get it.
4: I get it now. I get it now. Uh, <laughs> but I settled on stock market crash. Like that's the, I feel like that one's good enough for you know. All, every Angels fan had stock in there, and we we're all cut We're deep fried. We're deep. fucking insane. Token.
1: Max, well, uh, how does, how does Shohei and Mike Trout? How do you think them going on the injured list, uh, impacts the angels playoff chances this year?
4: Well, that's a leader right there. When you're, when your teammate goes on the IL, you go on the aisle. And that's right. just, that's just how, no, we're fucked. Yeah. Mm. We're I didn't want to tell you guys. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you guys, uh, knew like that, we weren't going to make the playoffs. Um, <laughs> yeah I I know you guys had the numbers and the crunching and this that and projections and stuff like but yeah. yeah it's it's to have your two best players in the best division in baseball uh yeah it is it's really hard, yeah, it says less it than a
1: zero point one percent chance of making the playoffs, less than that, yeah, not zero though, you know it's not zero, but it it is less than zero point one percent here on august twenty fourth which is you know that's unfortunate, uh, we don't love
4: that. Yeah. You know what is sad too is like out of the best whatever, the last like four years or whatever, the best year of Angels baseball so far has been a season that doesn't even count, like twenty twenty. Like that was that was the year that like twenty twenty one we thought was cool. Twenty twenty two we're like all right, this is the and then twenty twenty three, like they've all just gotten seemingly worse. Like twenty twenty two is like, all right, this is rock bottom, it can't get worse than this. Fourteen game losing streak. And then twenty twenty three is like, Okay, no, this is worse, like this sucks. And then now it's like what like our best year was three years ago in a 50 game
1: season. Well, people forget where this year started. It started in the World Baseball Classic with Shohei Otani punching out Mike Trout and Mike Trout was getting the the postseason itch. He was like, man, that was exciting. I can't wait to be a part of this. And we saw like a refocused uh, man on a mission, Mike Trout, and we saw Shohei Otani win the World Baseball Classic with Japan. And everyone was like, Man, this has to be the year that the Angels make it to the playoffs. They got one last ride together, and they are basically mathematically eliminated at the end of August. And both guys are gonna finish out the year hurt.
4: Yeah, it's uh, you could write this script and send it to Hollywood, and like they like, whatever, the Albuquerque bad news string beans. And, like, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even fucking, like, the Hollywood riders would be like, yeah, you're fucking high. Like, who the fuck wrote this? Um, and, it, like, this is, this is cru- This is the cruelest of all cruels. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you're running away. You finally get to a cop, and it turns out the cop is, like, in on it, and you're just, like, still fucked. Like, that, there's no escaping. Every week that we turn, every month, every alley trade deadline, you know, we get all these guys and it's like, all right, well, you're, you know, that's all your cash. You're fucked. Like, get out of here. Uh, thanks for playing. And yeah, n- now it's like, oh, well, we don't have prospects to look forward to. And I guess the way Perry's drafting, if we can keep drafting guys in July that are going to play in August, like, we should be okay <laughs> by 2026. Like, I don't fucking know. Like it, it just, it, it and you look at the guys that they find, Crohn gone, Gritch, gone, Escobar gone. Renfro, get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. Uh <laughs> Lopez keep Mustakas, like that's a guy you have to re sign, but if he sucks next year, you're like, Well, we have to do it anyway, which is that's a crazy thing. I'm
0: I can't believe I'm saying that. why do you have to re sign Mike Mustakis? Like,
4: he he's a clubhouse guy. He and you have oh, it's like Jesus. David okay, a player. Yeah. Yeah. J H
0: favorite type of player. I just you, uh, you, know, you, have to, we, the, you know, the, the line we have to sign Mike Moustakis <laughs> might be equally as depressing as <laughs> Otani's injury. It's not. Okay, you can ask,
4: you can ask any Angels fan. Like, this is like a six against a 17 in black deck. Like, you have to hit. And if it sucks, like, it sucks. Like, you just can't let them. Like, if they let them walk, like, people will cry. I think that's, that's where we're at in Angels that World. Is and insane. then you have a guy like Giolito, like, like I don't know I've never watched the White Sox since we played him before and he was okay and now he's just like eh like Uh,
1: he's worse than that that. he's got like an ERA almost seven and five starts with the Halos
4: and you know what really makes me appreciate like it makes me really appreciate this goes back to when we could have signed Garrett Cole and now he's a fucking Yankee because he didn't want to flip burgers in October guess what he's (laughs) going to be doing next week oh that's true and that just that just makes me fucking like and yeah I'll have cheese on my Garrett thanks (laughs) Um, Garrett uh like it just makes me appreciate like how how good Garrett Cole is it's like I don't know the biggest thing you say about him is that he's a fucking dork like and he's just so good and he's like carrying the Yankees and that could have been us but then we spent it somewhere else that probably you know and that's kind of where it all started I remember that fucking whatever five years ago where we should have had him but we didn't so yeah that's where I'm at yeah well Dallas can tell you
1: firsthand uh like we've told that story on um, Starting Nine about how uh, the Yankees like at breaking news, Yankees signed Garrett Cole and we're in the lobby. And then we get in the elevator with two <laughs> uniformed members of the angels. And then they just looked at each other and be like, we weren't even fucking close. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. Oh, no. oh, oh, Max, it was so good. It was so good. Because you know me. I like to stay at altitude at those events. So I was <laughs> yeah,
4: okay.
2: I was fairly elevated. And I like what be a Jared just sit in the and I I just look and I'm like, bro, bro. <laughs> Do they even know we're here right now? Yeah, <laughs> was it Epler? Like, I feel like I'm invisible, but did it really work? I think I might be invisible. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I think this shit was is really No, it wasn't Billy Epler. It was. Uh, oh, cool. It was definitely two uniform members oh, of yeah. the uh, Los Angeles Angels. It was two of them, <laughs> me and Dallas. One elevator, no more than. 15 minutes after news broke that Garrett Cole had signed with the Yankees and they were just like.
4: God damn it, that's so sad. Yeah. Like,
2: not
1: even close.
4: Yeah, we weren't even in the same (laughs)
1: stratosphere.
4: (laughs) That that doesn't even make sense how they weren't Like, I mean, I guess it does now, but like, fuck them. Like, I guess Monday morning quarterback, like you probably should have paid him a lot. Yeah, I mean, well. Like, you think about that trajectory of that team, if they get him instead of. Rendon and they put their money there, and you know who knows Albert Pools on eight hundred months. Who the fuck knows? You know? Yeah, you
1: see the the CJ Wilson tweets Dallas. No, oh, no. yeah. Did you see that? Uh, CJ Wilson oh was tweeting God. about how cheap the Angels are. He was like Albert Pools wanted like a like a special treadmill, and they were like, "No, nah, it's too expensive for Albert
4: Pools." Bro, they didn't oh. serve breakfast at spring training until twenty twelve. <laughs> hey, so but, but you know what, American League.
2: Maxie, I got to shout out the what? Angels, though, because they feed the visiting broadcasters for free. Oh.
4: <laughs> they, they didn't have breakfast <laughs> till 2012, so I'm imagining, like, a rookie of the year, might Trout, this, on the fucking waffle iron. Like, he's making fucking pancakes for everybody. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's, well, I'm nice, like, when this happens, we get swept by the Reds, haven't won a series, in, like, fucking 10 series. And then, like, stories like this come on and pile on. It just makes me really question, like, <laughs> so, how so they the did players like kicking this team when you're down like, uh, like
2: how bad is it so albert pools albert pools is out there just fucking bone on bone in every joint in his body and he's like look if you get this anti-gravity treadmill like I- i'll be able to move around i'd be able to keep myself in shape like you know maybe avoid some of the wear and tear later down the road they're like you know what albert that bone on bone it's gonna make you man that's gonna
4: make you <laughs> that that man <laughs> All yeah. Right. So get out all there. Put all these Put on these. Bone on Bone is gonna sell tickets. Put, sell tickets.
2: <laughs> put <laughs> all these flat soul converse and hit the fucking track, Albert. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah,
4: I I was curious to hear your guys' thoughts on like uh I know it's fucked up to talk about like contract situations like after uh, a day like today or whatever, but like what like I mean I don't I feel so bad saying this, but like he like lost money, right? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I was no. just wondering. I just want wanted to go on a limb there and just maybe. Yeah, go you'll out have of to. That. Just, yeah, you'll I have see.
2: to tune into the episode, Max, because we 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 chewed on that for a while just before okay. we called you. We wanted to wash that all down with your
4: tears. For sure. No, I'm glad it tastes well. Um, <laughs> you know, there's nothing. There's nothing like being an Angel fan. Hey, it's only August. You know, we we got some ball left. Mm-hmm. Um, And, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's what you get playing the hardest division in baseball. Like, Jared, you just found out. Astros are good. Yeah. Um, we beat them last night. Try playing them, you know, the A's swing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sure do. Look at the Mariners. I mean, that's the worst part of the season, honestly, because I I can't stand the Mariners and you guys are over here throating J-Rod. They ended our season. And I just have to say, like, you just, I've submitted. Like, they. Your season's been over for months. Yeah, in uh, July 4th, I told you to die for Mm -hmm. Remember Captain America for the July Cruel? Right. Uh, yeah. I, I'm kneeling at the Tritus right now. Now, when they get eliminated, I hope you guys call me. But that's, yeah. you know, yeah, we will. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm at that point now where I'm just like laughing at teams for getting eliminated. Not the A's. I didn't laugh at that, but like at like teams that I hate when they eventually get eliminated in the playoffs. Like that's what I'm looking forward to.
1: Well. Um, we'll be sure to give you a call, Max, when uh the Angels finally get mathematically eliminated so you can deliver uh your eulogy. Okay.
4: Yeah, no. Uh I mean I I oh I don't have it now, but I, I probably should have it ready
1: yeah, yeah, no, no. You can you can wait for the, the official day, deliver a eulogy, and uh we'll be
4: looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. Well, remember guys, it's uh Musaka's twenty twenty four. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm looking
1: forward to it. Shout out to Mookie. All right. All right. Thank you guys for calling me. Love right. you guys. Thanks, Max. See ya. Bye. Sad. That's just a sad state of affairs. That is a sad state of affairs. But uh, I bet Max could use a blue moon to cheer himself up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs are just around the corner. The Angels aren't going there. Uh, <laughs> but they are coming. So it's time to help your team out. By sticking to your lucky rituals, like the ritual of enjoying an ice cold blue moon while the game is on, blue moon was born in a ballpark. First brewed at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. Make it your one of a kind baseball tradition, whether you're at the park or watching from home. Uh, Dallas, how many blue moons are you going to be taking down this? Who are the A's playing this weekend?
2: Uh, the A's are playing the Chicago White Sox, and then oh. the A's are playing the Seattle Mariners. I am at home. Uh, For the first two days of that Chicago White Sox series, I'll be heading back over the weekend and uh, we'll, we'll rejoin the team there.
4: Quick. Okay.
1: So, uh, all right. Some blue moons for some Seattle Mariners action. Don't hate that. All right. uh, With its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander blue moon belgian style wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter it's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth creamy finish blue moon was brewed by baseball to give you a dose of nostalgia and get you excited for the new season why strike out with the same old beer where you can get something that's one of a kind it's bold flavor bright explosion of color and iconic orange slice ritual guarantees a one-of-a-kind beer experience perfect for spring weather. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful bright color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. Brighten up your baseball traditions with Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale. It's a one-of-a-kind every time. Check out shop.bluemoonbrewingcompany.com for baseball merch and visit get.bluemoonbeer.com rocket to find blue moon delivery options that is get dot slash rocket blue moon made brighter celebrate responsibly blue moon brewing company golden colorado ale man um
3: before we move on can i ask one question yeah please for uh dallas probably the best answer this they say he might not need surgery is that just complete bullshit but can he pitch next year if he doesn't need surgery
2: uh, yeah. I mean, it, if, if they feel like they can rehab it to a point where, um, and what's, well, it's really rehabbing everything around it. Cause you don't really rehab tendons. I mean, they are what they are. Uh, but if, if I, I think ultimately what you're hoping is that there's enough scar tissue that kind of builds up and he can, he can pitch, he can avoid the injury. He can avoid needing surgery. So yeah, that's a very viable option. It just depends on the extent of this strain because that's where, you know, everything else that's like grade one flexor strain, you know, small, minute, but detectable fraying or tear. Grade two, visible tear. Grade three, we're talking probably almost severed. And that's where that's where you're at. So depending on what the what the result is. If they disclose like a level of strain publicly, then that's kind of what you can, what you can base that on. But you know, I mean, look, you go in there, you're going to find something. There's no doubt about that. It's just Whoa, a matter of how, how put,
3: severe. Let's, to- let's put some percentages on it. What are we thinking? What are the odds Joe? Hey, pitches next year.
2: Oh, well, I mean, Look man, if they're already after the second opinion just to confirm what they already know, which is a tear. Uh, my guess is none. 0% chance. You're saying next year? Mhm. Yeah, no zero. Absolutely zero. Like I said, if he if he had surgery tomorrow He's not pitching at all well, in 2020. I'm saying if he
3: period. if he doesn't need surgery.
2: Oh, if he doesn't need surgery. Um Yeah, if he doesn't need surgery, then he could potentially be ready for the start of the season because it's going to be a an extended shutdown and rest period and then depending on how long that rest period or that rest phase lasts, he'll be at a point where he could then pick up a baseball and start to build himself back up.
3: Well, then what the fuck, guys? Six six hundred mils back on. Like, <laughs> we're talking about this like you just died. All right. I read. I'm gonna skip what I read in reports. They don't know if he needs surgery yet. I just listened to Dallas, who knows what the fuck he's talking about. He said he doesn't need surgery. He can pitch next year.
2: Here's here's my only issue: is Shohei, who is a robot, after he threw the pitch turned his head, small wince and just shook his head. Like, nope. No, I don't need to have a conversation. I'm going to walk off this mound. I know what the fuck I just felt cuz I've felt that before. So, the fact that we don't get to hear those comments from Shohei and we don't get that kind of insight, you know, like we don't have the the Jacob DeGrom interview sitting on the sitting on the bench in the in the dugout, you know, tearing up Facing his mortality, like we don't have that emotional insight to where Otani's at with this, so this is all just actually grade one, grade two, grade three strain. What do you got?
3: Well, we have the opposite. Him at second base after it happened, goofing off, smile on his face, hanging out with Ellie De La Cruz. I'm a body language expert, brother. Yeah, and
2: I think that that shit's.
3: I think that was just a little tweak in the elbow, man. A little tweak in tweak tear one of those small
2: tears that hey you know what joey you know it's a very real possibility it very well could be just scar tissue from the last one could be could i just be. wanted
3: to get that out there there's not there's a chance all right we can't be
2: we can't be yeah and the ellie de la cruz on. thing the ellie de la cruz thing just let that put like who otani is in perspective like ellie de la cruz is doing ridiculous ridiculous shit And he gets to second base and wants to, like, just physically touch Otani. Like, is this like you're you're real. Like, you're a real dude. You're a human. Holy shit.
1: (sighs) Crazy shit. He's coming back. He's coming back. I thought for sure that Dallas would have left the door open for at least like a September bullpen, like return type deal.
3: Maybe.
1: I don't know. See how the Angels do the next week. Yeah, we will. Uh, The Mariners (laughs) won again. (laughs) Mariners won another baseball game. Uh, What are their playoff odds up to now? Let's see. Fangraphs playoff odds. The Seattle Mariners. mm, To make the playoffs. 67.6%. The Rangers are seventy three point nine percent, and the Astros are eighty four point nine percent. Does that feel right to you? Um,
3: yeah, feels 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 on the nose to me. I think actually, I'll see I fucking in. lied.
1: They lost. Did they play a doubleheader yesterday?
3: The Astros? Yeah, they lost. They lost. No, the, they lost to the White Sox. Yeah, they lost to the White Sox
1: yesterday. I in
0: extra they, innings. They won
1: big.
0: Just just one game.
1: Oh. All right. I lied then. Okay. So now the Texas Rangers still hold first place, uh, even though they have lost six straight. Uh the Astros lost to the Red Sox, so they're a game back. And the Seattle Mariners lost to the White Sox, so they are a game and a half back. But that's for the division. As far as the American League wild card goes, uh the Seattle Mariners still have a game lead over the Toronto Blue Jays who also lost last night. Um, so they're letting the Sox back in it. Yeah, they are. Here come the fucking Sox. And I'll just I'll introduce the topic just because I know that like Some people listen to Name Redacted because they're Red Sox fans, but Red Sox fans also listen to Baseball is Dead. And they're like, why don't you guys ever talk about the Red Sox on Baseball is Dead? It's like, well, we have a Red Sox podcast. And they're like, well, we want to hear like everyone else's takes on some Red Sox topics. So I'll just I'll start out there. Uh, This story that's kind of making the rounds today about um, Mookie Betts because the Dodgers are coming to town. They're coming to Fenway Park this weekend. So it's Mookie's first time back at Fenway Park since the Red Sox traded him to the Dodgers. And he is he did a sit-down interview with the Boston Globe where he said the Red Sox never offered me 300 million dollars. Mm. There's an there is a article from like a year or two ago where he's like, "Yeah, I think I made the right decision turning down that 300 million dollar deal from the Red Sox." So I, First of all, I don't fucking care anymore. Like, my take on it was this trade was four fucking years ago, and I'm sick and tired of hearing about it. Like, I've moved on. And before we started the show, uh, I said, the second that he won the World Series with the Dodgers, which was in his first year, you're a Dodger now. Like, I don't, I don't like identify him as someone with the Red Red Sox Sox anymore. Yeah, he's not a Red Sox to me anymore. Like, he's just not. Like, I, like it's uh, <clears throat> I mean, think could have been. I think the most annoying thing about it is, like, if I t- <clears throat> if I tweet out a Mookie Betts highlight, instead of people appreciating how good Mookie Betts is, it's all like, oh, dude, why can't the Red Sox have a guy like that? But blah, blah, blah. it's like, just move on, move on with your fucking life. It's over. It's done with. It's never gonna be reversed. Uh, he's not coming back. It is what it is. You just have to accept it and move on
2: but it just doesn't it doesn't feel like that's where the majority of the Red Sox fan base is at is that is that the no. message is that what you're telling me
1: uh, i'm telling you that they very much are not over it and i feel like uh, well i mean that, it's that, that interview, like, today like, it's bubbling that interview today sucks. because that, that interview sucks to
2: hear that sucks well, to hear that like, interview, where, like where do you he, where like where do you sit on that like let us know because i mean you're hearing you're hearing a player at one point turned down a contract that he says later never existed so what do you what do you make of that who's lying
1: i mean mookie betts is obviously lying because both can't be true either they made you the offer they didn't but i think it doesn't matter because at the end of the day 300 million dollars was not going to get it done anyway so whether they made the offer or not i don't fucking care Like he signed for 365 the whole thing back in 2019 was that the Red Sox came in at 300 and Mookie countered at 420. And he ended up signing with the Dodgers for 365, which is right there in the middle. And I feel like uh, had the Red Sox offered 365, would he have taken it? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. People forget like the whole narrative with that is that the, the pandemic changed the narrative of these contracts because it was like, Oh shit. Like, we got a 60 game season. Who knows what's going to happen with attendance? Like we don't have fans in the stands. So like that's going to impact salaries and the Dodgers throughout 365. And he was like, yep, take it done. Because this whole thing all along was I'm going to free agency. I'm going to free agency. You, he, he asked about it all the time. Like, do you want to be a Red Sox long term? You want to be a Red Sox long term? I, I want to go to free agency. He said it the entire time. Like he was very consistent about it. Players have every right to do that. Uh, then he gets straight to the Dodgers and immediately accepts an extension. And I think the pandemic played a big pack a big factor in that. And I think the Dodgers coming close to what his number probably was in his mind. Um, well, his look, agent and was also like this and, is a great deal for you.
2: L.A. offered him things that Boston was never going to be able to offer him. Like look at the platform he has now, the platform that he's been able to create for himself, the platform that has allowed him to come out of his. Uh, out of his exterior, out of his interior, and put his personality on the exterior, right? Some he's of that a, is like true. He's, doing, he's doing a podcast, Jared. Like, he's, <sighs> he's branching he out. He's he's branding. Yeah, I. well, that's the thing is, I don't think that he believes he could have done that there. Correct. And I think that that was probably something that played a role in that. And that's that's the difference. LA has quite literally turned into home for him. This is where he's comfortable. They welcomed him. They gave him everything he wanted when he asked. There was no back and forth to the point where he felt like he was being disrespected. And I don't know that any of that can be said for how things transpired in Boston. And so, I mean, he's having the time of his life. He's already a world champion, could very well be a world champion two, three times over before it's all said and done as a Dodger. And... Maybe he felt Maybe. like that just wasn't going to be a possibility in Boston as well. Knowing, look, I'm going to be the guy, but I'm already seeing how the negotiations are going. There's a solid chance I don't get the support that I'm going to need around me in LA. They've already got dudes who are like who are clubhouse guys, where I, I can almost just blend in when I show up and be Mookie Betts.
1: Boy, well, 300 people at the Lucky Strike. When we, when we interviewed Cody Bellinger, I remember asking him like. You know, you've won an MVP, but you look around and it's like you've got Pujols over there, you've got Mookie over there. Like, there's MVPs everywhere, so you must not like feel like you have to be the guy all the time. He's like, yeah, you know, like it's great to just show up and knowing that if I don't got it today, then someone else is going to have it today, and that someone else is going to be a really good fucking player. And with Mookie, I don't think that it's the case where he felt like he had to be the guy every day because I mean, there were other talented guys around him. I mean, that he was on a team that won. 108 games but to your point about him not feeling like he could truly be himself in Boston that's definitely true like uh, put it this way the Dodgers haven't even sniffed a losing season or not missing the playoffs during his tenure there so it's like yeah when you're winning 100 games every year and making the playoffs every year of course you can have a podcast where you just kind of let your hair down and and you're cool that and and you can just have other passions outside of baseball But in Boston, if you're in last place and you've got your best player doing a podcast and he's like interviewing players on other teams and he's like laughing and having a good time, Boston doesn't like that. Boston media doesn't like that. I personally don't care because it's like you're allowed to have passions outside of baseball. And
2: but But that market wants you to live and die with the success of your team in that season. So if you're not having a good season... The Red Sox fans want your life to suck and be miserable oh, because their just life sucks the Red and Sox. is miserable. I
1: mean, look at look at the Yankee fans. I mean, like an, any time, like you can't even giggle in the Yankee dugout without Yankee fans on Twitter zooming in uh, on someone smiling or laughing in the dugout. And they tweet the video and the pictures every single fucking act. like, how are these guys happy they're in last place? And yada. they've lost nine straight like that's. <clears throat> that's like in those markets. Maybe it's the same in Philly too. I mean like those are the big 3 in terms of uh you know, big media markets that it is not an easy place to come play, show up every day and win. Uh LA is obviously di- very different. Like I'm not saying that they're not passionate, they are. We saw it, we see it all the time. Um but when you win all the time as the Dodgers do, it's much easier to to let your hair down and be who you are. And I yeah, I think Mookie Betts became Mookie Betts. The Mookie Betts that we know today, that doesn't happen if he stays in Boston. That doesn't happen no. if he ends up in New York or Philly, whatever. That um,
2: guy's that guy had been waiting to come out for a long time. He had been waiting to burst into superstardom, and L.A. really l- allowed him to reach final form. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's probably true. Jay, any tough. thoughts on this?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think in regards to the decision to leave and all that sort of stuff, like he's just hardly the first player to like, there's that phenomenon, right? Where if the team, if your incumbent team offers you something and a, an external team offers you the same amount, it's, it's almost more like the incumbent team has to beat the price, right? Because sometimes these athletes feel like it's. Like that's where your equity is and to not reward you or to not appreciate what you've contributed in their mind. I'm not making a comment on that either way um, leads them to to want to go elsewhere, even if, um, you know, maybe the incumbent situation wasn't bad. Um, I don't know. I'm. I also think to the point about moving on, I agree that Red Sox fans probably should move on for their own health. But it's not every day that a player of this of this level leaves in the middle of his prime. It just isn't. And I'm not saying that for the Red Sox specifically. I'm talking about any team. There are very few examples of a guy who is as historically significant of a player as Mookie Betts is leaving his the team that he came up with and signing a free agent deal, not on the back end like Albert Pujols, Um, but squarely in the middle of his prime and then continuing like kind of, you know, I, he might not be the last example, but Barry Bonds is, is kind of an example of this where Barry was a hall of fame caliber player for the pirates and and left in a little earlier than, uh, than Mookie did admittedly, but in the middle of his prime and then built a separate hall of fame career. With the Giants, it just doesn't happen very often. Either the player isn't as good or s- historically significant as Mookie when they leave via free agency, or they are at an age where the decline happens quickly enough where the original run is what's crystallized in people's minds, right? And and, and, and they're he's
2: and and coming off a world championship.
0: Right. Like another another wrinkle that is that is unique to his situation. Like you just sure. won the you just um,
2: won the World Series, and now that team, like for whatever reason, can't match, can't even can't even compete with the other offers. Like if you were that important to them, then you would like to think that that's going to be
0: like that's a no brainer. Like you're you're absolutely going to meet the standard. We just won the fucking World Series. Come on. And, and the other thing is, is that most times when people leave via free agency, like Bonds did. It's from a small market to a market that is clearly able to pay more. And the number of Boston is one of the biggest baseball markets in the game and one of the most history rich and financially rich franchises in the game. So it's it's a unique situation for lots of different reasons. So I do understand why it's been. It feels like we're kind of stuck in this mud in terms of moving on, particularly for people you know, kind of embedded in the Boston sports scene like Jared. But um, I mean, I just we have talked about Mookie a couple of times in the MVP conversation. I just I just find him to be one of the most continually impressive players statistically and visually to watch. So um, I, I sort of get it and I, I get both sides. I get the move on and I get the it's been tough to move on.
1: Yeah, because I think <clears throat> to other fans retorts when I said move on. Uh, one response was somewhere along the lines of uh, it's hard to move on when you're kind of reminded of it all the time with <clears throat> uh, either you're... You, I don't know. I, fans obviously like Alex Verdugo. I think that there's a lot that fans like about Connor Wong, but when you're looking at the returns, like Jeter Downs is on the Nats. Um, I think the return in most fans' eyes is insufficient. Like the decision to trade Mookie, I don't think anyone agrees with in the first place. But then you see what they got for him and you're like, oh man, like they definitely they could have done better than this. But you look at it and it's like, well, this is a dude that has been screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm going to free agency no matter what. So the Red Sox felt like they were trading um a 60 game season worth of Mookie bets to get Verdugo and Wong and Downs and it ended up being 13 years of Mookie bets. so that's that's where it doesn't it doesn't look good that's where it doesn't look good um, none of it looks good and part of it is Dave Dombrowski's fault too like everyone looks at Heim and John Henry but like Dave Dombrowski put the Red Sox in a position where they were over the luxury tax and they needed to get under to avoid crazy luxury tax penalties you got that
2: ring baby you got that ring
1: got the ring but I mean the Chris Sale contract was after. The Nathan Avaldi ex- contract was after. Um, yeah. Not that I mean like the Avaldi contract was great because he ended up being a you dog gotta, for you in 21, almost got yeah. back to the World Series that year.
2: Yeah. But you gotta you gotta, gotta pay for it.
1: Yeah. Jake, what are, what are your thoughts on the Mookie Betts stuff this weekend? I mean, I think a piece of me will always watch Mookie bets as a player and be like, it's crazy that we didn't lock that guy up. But um to still be going back and Trying to say, oh, we offered him this. He's saying we
3: didn't offer him that. It's like, at at this point, it's been four years. So I'm kind
1: of over that whole piece of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. It's like, I'm still going to watch him with the Dodgers and be like, man, we kind of fucked that one up. Like, that, it still hurts a little bit, but the whole like, oh, they didn't offer me this, but they did offer me that. And I turned down this, but like, I didn't. We didn't. They didn't really make that offer. It's like, who fucking cares? Like that's the part where I'm like, who fucking cares? It's over and done with. But you can still sit there get, and be like,
3: Is he gonna get booed?
1: No, no. Let's do it. But
3: boys. you could, you if you make more Twitter video and say, "Let's boo this motherfucker right fucking now this weekend." Make him fucking pay for what he's saying online on the internet. The Twitter no. fingers now. He's got a podcast. They'll boo his ass, and you know you have that power, and you know you have to do it. do the right thing.
1: Yeah, I don't want I don't want him to get booed. He kind It sounds uh, like
2: fans think Jared may have lost his Red Sox fastball. That's tough. No, nah. man. He just doesn't care that, that guy, that guy that calls himself the rocket. He just doesn't care the way he used to, man.
1: That part is true. I definitely don't care about this team like they <laughs> <laughs> that had a tough. There's, there's <laughs> just there's individuals in that group that maybe not really want to root for this team if we're being honest but mm. care, to, uh, care to name names josh wankowski um yeah okay. I, I think if it's uh you said guys <laughs> is there another name Caleb Ort. yeah
2: okay yeah are they in the clubhouse right now
1: uh they're in houston
2: well i just meant but they're on the they're on the roster right now they're on the team right now
1: no Caleb Ort is on the injured list for sucking at baseball <laughs> <laughs> All Right. yeah
2: Wait, don't let him steal your sunshine, kid. So nah. he's in,
3: that means he's still in the major leagues, though, right? Not really. No, I think he then he can't be
1: bad. Right, 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 You learn. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see what happens this weekend. Should be an interesting one. But uh, thank God for knocking around sunglasses, because I'm going to be in right field tonight, Dallas. And I'm going to need to uh, shade my eyes from the sun. What about uh, the
2: fans? They're going to need to shade their eyes from that performance. Oh, Who are they going to be able to wear?
1: Hey, hey. playing the old time baseball game tonight. Shout out to Steve Buckley, Cambridge, Massachusetts. My parents are going to be there. The number, of, The number <laughs> of games that they had to sit through where I was just on the fucking bench every every goddamn weekend double headers it's like oh, we will put them in the second game
2: uh, i could just i could just hear ellen right now you're like hey hey mom uh so come out with, uh, i'm going to be playing in a game uh it's it's going to be cool at the park i'm going to be wearing these old-time unis it's going to be fun and she's, like, I, I she's like really like it's that. it's going to be it's going to be nice but uh jared i <laughs> i hate to i hate to ask but You know your father, he's just, you know, he works hard. Look, are you are you gonna be playing, sweetheart? Are you gonna be in the lineup or or is this one of those things like like in high school where, you know, like we can come, we love the other parents, it's fine,
1: but
0: they wanna come.
1: They invited themselves. (laughs) They invited themselves, they wanted to come. God, I, gonna, I, I am going to FaceTime
2: Ellen and I want a shot of you sitting on the fucking bench.
1: Well, I'm, I'm only they asked me what I wanted to do and I said, I'll do uh, I'll do like a couple innings in the outfield, but I only want one at bat. I don't I don't need to be up there fucking hacking away because like, the, I have played in this game. This is the third or fourth time and they uh, I thought old time <laughs> baseball game that it would just be like some 54 year old dude like up there like whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> it's not like they're like fucking d1 college pitchers oh, so like, oh I, yes I, I got in there like the first at bat and i just hear <laughs> and i was like what the fuck was that <laughs> like i'm like yelling out at the dude and like he he was a he was a submarine pitcher so like it's like coming in at my knees and then breaking over the plate i'm like bro like I have not played organized baseball since 2010. Like we don't need, we don't need all that. Um, so I was like, "All right, I'll do one at bat. You guys can laugh at me, and then, and then I'm coaching first. I don't give a fuck." Um, so we'll see how that goes. I'm batting second. Batting second tonight. First time in my life. Jesus. First time in my well. Uh, I can't wait.
2: I can't wait for the. First I used time. to hit
1: third. Two thousand four, two thousand four. I hit third. I hit four hundred that year. That was the only year I was good at baseball. Two thousand four. That was the year of the no hitter. That was the year I was the number three hitter. Hit four hundred for the whole year. Um, <laughs> just yeah,
2: just throwing all these unprovable statistics out. I I
1: can't Dallas. I'm I mean, if I if I'm telling you that I sucked every other year except for this one year, doesn't that sound like it's feasible? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I think if it was the opposite and I was like, yeah, two thousand four, that was the only year that I was bad at baseball. I I twisted my ankle. It was bad. It was bad I mean, you've
2: you've got like you you saved the toothbrush from the day your like first blog ever got over a hundred views. Like I, I just feel like you would have Every all the artifacts
1: from views. from I said your first blog. Your first blog. I've never written a blog that got less than a hundred views in LA. Um so Yeah, you know, I spawned with a hundred views.
2: So did I. I was a fucking exceptional blogger.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This dude can't even <laughs> spell words. But anyways, all that to say, that I'll be wearing knock-around sunglasses tonight in right field, uh, which Dallas likes to make fun of right fielders, but Mookie Betts, right fielder. Aaron Judge, right fielder. We're all right fielders. We're all good at baseball, and we're also in the heat of the summer, and you need a pair of great shades that you don't have to baby. None, knock-around sunglasses is the go to for quality polarized shades that won't break the bank. Plus, they just released their first set of teams for their official MLB collection including the Red Sox and the Yankees, as well as official US Women's Soccer team sunglasses so you can add a little something extra to your game day outfit for this summer's big matches. Don't be the person that's squinting into the sun or worried about getting sand on those overpriced sunglasses. Check out knockaround.com for great-looking polarized shades starting at just 28 bucks. Use the promo code rocket for free shipping on your order. All right, we got to take a break and talk about Zyn Nicotine Pouches. We're always talking about what a team needs to get to number one, but Zyn Nicotine Pouches are already there. Zyn has helped millions of people achieve a lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. If you're a smoker or you're a dipper looking to make a change, look no further than Zin. Zyn is made with six simple ingredients and is available in a wide range of varieties, including spearmint, citrus, and even coffee. And it's available in two strengths so you can control your nicotine satisfaction. Because it's discreet, you can enjoy it anywhere, anytime, so you never have to miss a moment of the game. Plus, every can of Zin earns you points towards premium items like tailgating gear, top-of-the-line tech, Zin swag, even gift cards. Find your Zyn at your local convenience store or online at Zin.com. That's Zin, Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Um. All right. Um. Quick one, Thursday episode, whatever got the big topics out of the way. Anyone have any final thoughts today? Jay, hey.
0: No final thoughts, but I do want to um, promote the... Um, Win win trades for next week because oh yeah I don't think today is the yeah it's not the appropriate day to do it we yeah. we did the stuff that matters today um, that's there's no time sensitivity to that so uh, I do have the list it is prepared and we will do it on Monday barring you know any other disastrous developments in Major League Baseball perfect
1: uh, Joseph Shohei's pitching next year that's your take
3: that's my that's an announcement who are the Braves playing this weekend. The Braves are playing the San Francisco Giants. How do you feel about that series? Uh, It's a big series. We're going to have to go in there. We're going to have to really focus up. Focus up. It's never easy going on the West Coast. It's never easy. No matter who you're playing, who you got, it's always all hands on deck. Mm -hmm. Right now, Braves are looking good. Just beat the Mets two out of three. Had Chipper in the booth last night with John Smoltz. Mm -hmm. Glavin, Frank Corr, that was beautiful to watch, but yeah, we, uh, we'll uh, we take care of business. Two out of three. Won't be a sweep, so a little disappointing, but two out of three.
1: Well, it's disappointing. All right, well, good luck to you guys. Uh, Dallas, any final thoughts?
2: No, no final thoughts. Uh, just that the uh, kid from Taiwan unhittable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, jake's takes good performance by everyone's computer today after a rough one yesterday it's <laughs> yeah. big for me i got a red Sox game in an hour so looks like i'll be able to watch that perfect
0: all right I, enjoy your <laughs> weekend of baseball. On. One, one quick final oh. thought sorry yep. sorry ben verlander he, he did say at ten forty six a.m eastern before we started that he was heading into the studio it's twelve fifty two, and we have not heard of a new text i, I just hope he's okay
1: oh jesus Christ. hope he made it there all right yeah can't <laughs> lose focus. That's how you lose Japan.
0: I got alerts on. So when he tweets, I will let everybody know. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. We you know are... that de- what? No, oh. hold on. Hold on. Not oh. yet. Oh,
0: we're not gone.
1: No, we're not gone. I was just gonna say, did we're you sure. know Dallas has a Ben Verlander poster in his office there? It's off camera, but he's got one. <laughs> That's wholly <laughs> inaccurate. Don't and be we're trying to get it signed, and Jay Hayes kind of ruined it right now. But <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> that's fucked up. Uh, all right, thanks for watching. Thanks for
4: listening. Enjoy your weekend of baseball, and we'll see you on Monday. We go.